Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees on Roger Goodell. Yeah, like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Shout out to the mighty Who That Nation, man. We up in this thing, Sports Coma, representing the fam. Much love. Like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. Now rocking with the Sports Coma, Big Q and the guys, where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fan. We up in this thing. Shout out to you guys. Thank you all for chiming in on this Saturday afternoon. Happy afternoon or happy Saturday or happy damn weekend because it was a long week. So I hope you guys are enjoying it. And we popping on in here to kind of enjoy it with you. So shout out to y'all. Thank y'all. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Feel free to share the show on your social media feed. We up in this thing. Shout out to the fam. We got a very special guest chiming with us in this episode of the coma. 
my brother Big Game James from the Big Game Sports Network is in here to talk about the Saints and the Bucks. Brother James is a former defensive lineman for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And who else better to talk about the Bucks and the Saints matchup besides Brother James? Brother James, how you doing, sir? Welcome on in. A pleasure when I get a chance to come on and talk Buccaneers football, NFC South football with you. So thanks a lot for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Oh, forever, man. It's always good to talk to you, my brother. And and starting it off, bro, both of our clubs have some very interesting losses this this past weekend, man, especially with the Saints being up on the Green Bay Packers and losing 18-7, to dropping, you know, 18 points to this team in in an 11-minute time span, which is what I called it during the live stream, an epic collapse. So we collapsed there. and then, of course, Green Bay played Detroit recently uh, on the Monday night, and Detroit just just showed everybody. Listen, this this the team right here. This this team ain't hit on nothing. This is who y'all had problems with, and they right. had Aaron, Jones, Christian Watson, and all that kind of stuff. So we know what time that is, but kind of made us look a little worse. But now we have an opportunity to kind of see if we can get on the right side of that thing against your Bucks. But your Bucks also had a Monday night matchup against uh, Philly. Yeah, and Philly did everything they could do. They ran it. They kind of demoralized. I think Tampa Bay's best access, uh, 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 portion of the team, to me, is the defense. And, and Philadelphia literally outclassed them. They were able to smush them on out the way with the running attack and uh, and all that kind of stuff. So just talk to me, bro, about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, how they struggled in the loss and, and, and how they need to do what they need to do to fix it against the black and gold. Well, Q, coming into it, man, I knew that our week three matchup against the Eagles was going to be the key matchup. You know what I mean? Um, Not to take anything away from Minnesota in week one or Chicago in week two, but I knew for us to see if we were really hitting on all cylinders, week three was going to be the test on Monday Night Football. And we made DeAndre Swift look like, you know, an all-pro. And I like Swift as a running back. He was great in Detroit, great at the University of Georgia. And, well, 100 and and 37 rushing yards, I think, or 157 rushing yards, what it was on Monday night. And mm-hmm. then the real test, like I said, Baker Mayfield coming in. If Baker is not pressured, he's not a bad quarterback. And he had not been pressured a lot those first two games. And then to come back and uh, Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter, those interior linemen, along with Cox and everybody else of Philadelphia, applied some pressure, had Baker Mayfield with happy feet. He turned it over, didn't have a lot of uh, success, couldn't get Mike Evans the ball often. And, uh, you know, it showed in the final score with 25 to 11. And Jalen Hurts gave us the ball a couple times, but as soon as we got it back on defense, we gave it right back on offense so we can never capitalize on the turnovers. And so those are the things I've said all year that we cannot have turnovers uh, with this type of quarterback that we have behind center. We just can't have the turnovers from Baker Mayfield. Right, and, and we you had reservations. I remember we did the NFC South Roundtable. You had reservations about what was going on with Baker Mayfield and whether or not Baker Mayfield could be the guy for the team. Now, of course, you two and one right now is not so bad. So a lot of people still mm-hmm. thinking that he can remain there. But uh, you know, if things go south for Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the next several weeks, Kyle Trask get an opportunity, and I think Kyle Trask is the unknown, known, unknown, unknown. Mm-hmm. A second round pick that might be able to lead the team into the to to the future, but let's let's get into it because 
we were looking at statistics on the last stream I did, the Wednesday stream, and we were talking about all the stuff that the black and gold defense, our offense statistically, and from the eyeball test, is a top 10 defense. Now, we will be missing several uh, people uh, for the uh, for this upcoming matchup against Tampa Bay as we kind of switch gears to the injury report here. And this is the one that we got the, the for Friday's injury report showing that Jordan Howden our young safety that we drafted who was starting in the last game is out with a finger issue. Derek Carr is questionable. Didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. Was limited. Some people seen him uh, reported that he was actually throwing the football and during practice. And it's an overall sense uh, here that Carr could possibly play in this game. So, I mean, we'll see what happens here. But this sense that he can actually more than likely play in this matchup, me personally, I don't know. The, uh, I've heard the report or, or him, you know, he, what he was saying about how his shoulder feel, all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Thanks for playing it. Pretty smart. So anyway, Cesar Ruiz, our starting guard, he's out with the concussion, pulsing the Debo, his several straight, you know, his second straight game, I think it is. Uh, he's out with a hamstring issue. And then Foster Monroe was up, was questionable, which is our tight end more than likely will play. Now, Tampa Bay, we know Carlton Davis was questionable. Jamal Dean is out. Dennis is out. Kalaja Kansi is out. Derek Pitts, the cornerback, is out. Evita Vey and, and Devin White are questionable, so we believe they will play. So yeah, kind of talk to us, Brother James, about uh, some of these impact players and what you expect the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense to kind of do with some of these guys missing. Um, we rely heavily on our defense, Q. You just said it. And Kalaja Kansi, our first-round draft pick, he's been – out in two games. So it's it's you want to see if he can really be that piece that we need to add to the defensive line to do some things. And even Servassier Dennis uh, being a, a third, no, fourth-round pick linebacker out of Pittsburgh this year as well, he was supposed to serve on special teams and be able to relieve Devin White and, um, and Davis when we needed him to when he's out. So that hurts. Um, Jamel Dean, to me, is the biggest piece being out, going against that Saints offense where you got Alave, uh, Thomas is back, and y'all got another good young wide receiver that's been playing very well so far this season for y'all. So to have him out of the game this week is big to me. And just real talk, we're going to need Christian Azim to play well. Um, the young safety out of Rutgers, he's not very big, but he is an impactful player when he comes downhill to hit. Um, but he's going to have to have a game, man, especially with uh, the other – you know, people being out. And then yeah, like Jamel Dean is just – that's a big piece. Like I said, especially with Alave and, and man, Thomas, I think, is is getting better every week for y'all, ready to get back to that old form. And then not to mention, your man Alvin Kamara gets to come back this week from the suspension. And, you know, the Kalijah Kansi that who's supposed to be a, help be a force up front is not there. So we shall see, brother. Yeah, well, you, you, you're right, bro. It's all about adjustments. We It's a month worth of football we'll complete with the matchup, and it, it's flying by. We've gotten Kamar back off of his suspension. Uh, a, a lot of stuff we're really kind of excited about the Kamara effect, and our offense needs consistency from the offensive line. I've seen our offensive line play this bad collectively in some time. We struggled uh, at times throughout the years, but not never in a facet where – You've had guys that have have some synergy. They've played together, and then all of a sudden, these same guys are having issues making the blocks. Every game is a struggle for the Saints to run the football. 
and we have to figure a way to do it. So, yeah, we got a few guys. Yeah, it, credit to Michael Thomas. He's been there performing. Chris Olavi, Rashid Shaheed, they're fantastic. Yeah, I was uh, we, about Rashid Shaheed. That's the name I was. I was like, wow. And he got that, another one. <laughs> right. He's another one, bro. So, I mean, we got some players, man, that we have that's a part of our offense that should help us win the game. So before I get into my spiel, talk to me, brother James, about some of the players. Cause you, you made mention of a couple of guys, uh, some unknown players, uh, let the who that nation, the rest of the family members know about some of the games, some of the unknown players, the diamond and the rougher guys that you think could have an impact in this matchup. Yeah. Like I said, big time. Um, Christian Azim is, is one that, He's been getting a lot of love since he's been there, doing well in practice and having to step up and play um, more so. It's going to be a big one. I think that he helps a lot. Um, Joe Tryon Shanka, he's not a young guy going into his third year, but coming off into it, coming into the season, a lot of my shows and a lot of my other Buccaneers uh, shows that I've been a guest on, we've talked about how Joe JTS has got to turn into a double-digit sack guy if the Buccaneers are going to have success. And he had a two-set game against Chicago. He showed some glimpses. We hope that he's going to get there to get things done. And it should help out a, um, a lot if he can get going and get playing. Um, he's got to help put pressure on. Because I said one of my keys to victory this week, especially if Jameis is going to be the quarterback and not Carr, we've got to put pressure on Jameis because he will force that ball in there if he's under duress and give it back to the um, to the other team. Um Another one of my favorites, man, that everyone is ranting and raving about, and he had another good game. Uh, he did okay against Philly, but great against Chicago was our third-round pick, uh, Yaya Diaby, the defensive end out of Louisville. Um, especially with uh, Kalijah Kansi being out, um, he's going to have to play more inside and outside. Um, and they even put him in over Logan Hall a couple times this past week to get rushed inside and out in that 3-4 defense. And I think that uh, Yaya Diaby, is going to have to make some plays against the Saints this week in a more effective role to help alleviate some things, especially if Vita's banged up with that uh, with that pectoral muscle that they say that he has right now. Yeah, brother James, I think that, uh, and, and we had a couple of players that we kind of make mention of, bro, uh, that we could talk about. That was that's a part of the Saints team. Of course, we a lot of people don't know too much about Rashid Shaheed. They know they're, they're following it now. Um, they, you know, some of our unknown players, but. Guys like we 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 like Alante Taylor, another guy that's special that a lot of people gonna know about real soon. So the Saints have a few diamonds in the rough players, but pretty sturdy guys like you know that's really gonna make names in themselves. Carl Granderson is another guy who's the opposite guy that ball. He had five and a half sacks for the Saints last year. He's stepping up doing some great things for him this year. So overall, when we're doing this, we got some people, man, that can really help us in this thing. So. Uh, yeah, let, let's go over some of the team statistics, brother James, man, because okay. the is, man, we we have a few things that we dealing with here that we that that uh, that is interesting by the highest order. I mean, let me see if I can share my screen right here. I, there it is. OK, let me kind of superpose that thing. There we go. All right, so anyway, we are in through the injury reports. You see Baker Mayfield's number 62 of 93 for 636 full touchdowns, one interception. Not bad for Baker Mayfield. Not right. You know exceptional but still in all four touchdowns to one interception is, is not bad in essence he's really doing better than Derek Carr is you know through his numbers 57 of 87 for 636 same amount but two touchdowns versus two picks so I you know in essence he's looking better than Carr that's something to say Baker Baker Mayfield's looking better than Carr statistically right now Rashad, uh, Rashad White 
48 carries to a buck 50 in the score. Taysom Hill's our top rusher, which is showing our running attack. Uh, top back, Elvin Kamara comes back. Yeah, but back by committee, Jamal Williams got hurt. Uh, he's on the short-term IR. We had to bring in Kendra Miller, who was banged up. He came in and helped out. And then we had Tony Jones Jr. And then Taysom Hill was mixed in the package. So we had like running back committee here. So that's we'll see how Kamara does coming back. And Mike Evans, 17 catches for 297. Three touchdown versus Chris Olave, 22 catches for 302. No scores there. But these right. are the couple big players right now for our squad. Team statistics, as it shows, 290. That a total yards, the offensive wise that the Buccaneers are putting up versus three, almost 342 yards by the Saints. Bucks 212 through the air and 78 rushing yards on the ground. I think that's dead last in the NFL, uh, if I'm not mistaken. 248.3 is the. <laughs> sorry to throw that at you, brother James. All right, but 248.3 is what the Saints do through the air offensively and run at it 93.3, which is well below what we're capable of doing, but it is what it is. Defensively speaking, 380.3 is what the Buccaneers are doing total through three games, 277.3 through the air, and they're allowing 103 yards flat on the ground. Saints defense, top 10, 303 flat, 203.3 through the air to secondary, and they're keeping you under 100 yards rushing barely. Per game, all of the statistics in terms of the defense for the Saints are top 10 in the NFL offensive, top 21, 27, all this kind of crap. So we know right. what we're looking like. So, Brother James, with that being said, man, how did the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, graft a, uh, a stratagem to defeat the Saints based on what you know? Well, first and foremost, man, you you, you hit something that I really was ready to speak on, and it's a rushing offense. When Canellas came in as the offensive coordinator from Seattle, he said a lot of what he did um, up there was predicated off getting able, being able to do play action pass. Um, we said that this was going to be Rashad's white turn to show that he could be the number one back with Fournette being gone and not being here anymore. And we have not had success running the ball at all. Rashad White even did some things that he didn't do his rookie year. He turned the ball over. He put the ball on the ground uh, against Philadelphia. And first and foremost. Defensively, we're going to have to slow down your running running attack because when we've done that in the previous two games, we were pretty good. When we let Swift run on us, it was bad. Um, I felt a lot better containing the Saints before Camaro was back. Now him being back, ready to get on the field and 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 get back to work, it's going to be a little bit of a tougher task, especially like I said with some of the inconsistent play we've had up front. Logan Hall is going to have to step up and and be the second round draft pick that we made in D. Um, but yeah, Rashad White has got to run the ball. You know, Chase Edmonds is out now on IR. We we brought him in this offseason trying to get help. So now we're relying on Sean Tucker and Keyshawn Vaughn to be our backups. And this is when I, I that I told you so comes in for me because I told everyone in the offseason it's gonna sound crazy or cliche, but but we need to go find a running back that can help uh take the pressure off of Baker Mayfield. And we didn't really do that. We relied solely on White, who's in his second year. And, you know, I think it's going to hurt a little bit. But uh, key for us this week, if we can corral Kamara, pressure uh, Jameis Winston, and we have to find a way to hold up in our secondary against those receivers you have with one of our best playmakers, Jamel Dean, being um, out of the game. So how we do that, like I said, that's why I keep going back to Christian Azeen having to step up in the rest of that secondary, stepping up to make plays, because it's going to be a tall task to – to try to slow down that passing attack. 
if you don't have all your number ones in there. Yeah, that's interesting, brother James. And and let's not get it twisted. Tampa Bay has the defense to be able to accomplish some of the uh, some of the things that you're talking about. It's up to our black and gold Saints to kind of counterbalance that. Like we know, Elvin Kamar is is definitely a person that represents a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, uh, offense. He represents so much of our offense, and when he's not there, it's just we have to do other things. But he's a he's a perfect player for what the Saints are trying to do. A lot of our explosiveness is just simply hasn't been there consistently. There were plays where the Saints would get downfield on a big, beautiful catch to Chris Olave. Uh, outside of those ex- those explosive plays, a lot of them have been missing because uh, to my and you, you talked about Jameis. It's nothing that I can tell you about Jameis that you don't know being that Jameis was with you guys for all those years. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that these guys, both of them, I talked about it on the stream several times, is that. The Saints quarterbacks, Derek Carr and Jameis Winston, these are gunslingers. Their first, their first thought is to get the ball down fifth. You and we mm-hmm. I, I tape the film work on Patreon uh, all the time. And the first thing you see with Derek Carr tends to hold, he's holding on to the ball. When he got sacked on the play where he got hurt and the guy threw him down, Rasheen Gary, he was holding on to the ball too long. The Saints uh, offensive line bought him enough time to get rid of that ball. He had right. uh, Graham, you know, that was flashing five yards in front of him, and he's steady looking deep. Or deep yeah, he shot. didn't want to dump it. He didn't want to dump it. He wanted the home run. <laughs> well, the home run. You got to fight yeah. those urgencies. That's, a, that's the thing about being a good quarterback that I've noticed. We've seen that with Drew Brees, too. Sometimes you got to be a check down king, but sooner or later, the defense will prevent will present an opportunity for you to throw the deep ball. You got to be patient. Right. So, I mean, we've, we, we've seen that happen here, we, whether it's Carr or Jameis. They're both gunslingers. We understand that Jameis' last matchup, I think the last time he played, was against this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team when mm-hmm. Devin White pulled him down and hurt him. So yeah. if he does play, this could be a bit of a revenge for the Saints you know, up against this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. My, my, my thing is, the Saints haven't ran the ball at all pretty well. We know that you, you're talking about with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was paying attention to that. I was like, yeah. I like the running back, but the running attack hasn't been where it's supposed to be. It's in terms of statistically, it's the worst in the NFL. Let's continue right. that. And the Saints are a very good defense, and I think they will do that. A lot of it has to be pressured. Green, the matchup against Green Bay, I w- we didn't get but one sack, and that was a blitz from the cornerback or the nickelback position with Alante Taylor got in there and got the sack on him. Yeah, that did surprise me, Q, especially the way you know Cam plays. And Granderson going into that game had had two and a half sacks in the first two games. Yeah. So that did surprise me a little bit that I thought I was going to see. I thought y'all would get to Jordan Love more. You know, so I thought y'all would have more success in the pass rush against Jordan Love in that Green Bay game. I was kind of surprised by that. I, and I and I was too, my friend. I, I was looking at him like, man. And and then it it was so it it hurt so many ways because Green Bay were lacking two of their best offensive linemen. Back tire wasn't there or Elston wasn't there. None of those guys were there. They had backups there and we couldn't get home. You know, there was some pressure, but not enough pressure to make Jordan Love uncomfortable. And once he got in the rhythm, he was making rhythm throws on the secondary was over with. You yeah. can't allow him to get in the, in the rhythm. But 
No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. With that being said, the Saints have to turn up the pressure on Baker Mayfield, force him in errors. You talked about Jameis Winston or Derek Carr, whoever it is, pressuring them so they give up the ball, uh, the, the turnover. And truth of the matter is that's true. You pressure most quarterbacks. They do make dumb decisions and force the ball where it don't belong. Sometimes they think that they, their arm could bail them out. I've seen windows where Jameis makes the throw windows where he gets in trouble because he thinks he can make the throw between mm-hmm. tight you can make there's three players circulating around your wide receiver. I can fit the ball in there. I got it. I got that right. on. I could do it. And then right. next thing you know, he, he throws it in it some kind of way, something bad happens. But we need the, the 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 keys to the victory in terms of me is the Saints have to be able, from an offensive standpoint, they have to rediscover who they are. And I'm saying the Saints don't have an identity. And I want you to tell me we know the 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 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Identity is a defensive first team. Uh, offensively, whether they are passing or running team, the Saints aren't that. And people say, well, Q, we are a passing team. We are a pass and run team. We're a pass and run team right now, not because we're comfortable doing that, because we're forced to do it, because our offensive line has allowed 12 sacks in three games. Yeah, that is, That's ridiculous and that's stupid. We can't allow that to happen. So that must be cleaned up. We have to be able to run the ball, take pressure over whoever to take pressure off, whoever the quarterback is. And when we get down to the red zone, we got to find our tight ends, big tight ends like Jimmy Graham, Foster Monroe, Jawan Johnson. Each, these are big players and there will be weapons for us in the red zone. We got to be able to get down there. We got to hand, handle the business. So we know it's always going to be a close game, brother James. It always mm-hmm. you know, is close games. I think last year, the two games that we had against Tampa Bay, we had an opportunities to win both those games and allow them to <clears throat> you guys to sweep us last year. Hopefully this year we will kind of be a little bit better with what we're doing here. So that's a long spiel. But we had pressuring uh Baker Mayfield and doing some stuff. But you guys have opportunities because we are missing some people. Marcus May was suspended, so he'll be out for another couple of games. We we right. we down the starting safety. The guy that was backing him up, our rookie, he's out, so there'll be a new starter there. Um uh, a Paulson Adebo's out for this game. So we'll see Alante Taylor there and Isaac Yidham, who's a young cornerback, will be in the nickel position, which, uh, you know, unless he learns how, and I like Yidham, but Yidham has to learn how to turn and locate the ball or it's going to be barbecue city. That's the okay. bottom line. Can't be, you got to turn around and locate the ball. So you throwing the ball, you guys might have some opportunities because we do, we are ailing right now in our secondary. Yeah, that might. I mean, we should be able to throw the ball. We hope, but at the same time, Q, the thing that worries me is this offensive line is still not playing with great consistency for Tampa Bay right now. 
it was it's okay. It's been holding up with the pass protection pretty well. I mean, Baker has only been one, I think, sacked three times all year. He protected fairly well until last week. But, you know, Jensen going out, we still leave Hainsey at center. Hainsey's been solid, but I still believe this being an old defensive tackle myself. You put a six, seven guy in front of a shorter nose guard like myself. I'm about to try to destroy and get underneath his pads and believe that I can put pressure on that quarterback. I just think he's more of a guard or a tackle. Um, I like the way that the um, the rookie Cody Mock is playing. He's he's still got to learn, but statistically, we could not get things done to help get that run game going last week. It scares me. And then I think also the Saints have two edge players in Granderson and Cam Jordan that could put pressure. Worse is going to hold his side down, but, you know, Gadecki's been hit or miss since he's been with us. So it's, you know, those are the things that still are going to dictate. Now, I believe Baker can take advantage of that secondary if he has the time, and I believe, you know, I'm always interested to see what uh, Mike Evans and, and Lattimore are going to do when they line up <laughs> against one another. And Chris Godwin started fi- finally started coming into having a, you know, a better season. Well, he got more catches last week. I shouldn't say a better season. He just got more targets and more balls last week. So those two together, along with the young guy, Trey Palmer, we have receivers that can take advantage of an ailing secondary if the protection is going to be there. Right. Uh, you're absolutely right, brother James. I agree with you on that. We, and, and yeah, and that's the point. Like we know that they're going to look for opportunities in the secondary guys got to step up. Pressure is just, it's definitely got to be there. Pressure wasn't there or sacks wasn't there last, last week against green Bay. We got to take advantage of that. The fact that you guys are operating on a short week, we got to take advantage of that. So, I mean, all this stuff right here is is prime real estate for the Saints to operate and move and and and, and take care of things and improve the three and one before we end up going to New England and take on Bill Belichick's Boston Patriots. I mean, New England Patriots. So, I mean, what's what's New England? What the hell is New England? It's Boston. But anyway, this is the, the that's the factors that we're dealing with. So, uh, brother James, I'm I, this is and let me ask you this about. You, you talk about Rashad White, which is a very capable running back. He's a very capable back. I know you want to compliment, and they have the other guy that I think the man, uh, what's his name, uh, Tucker. Tucker is Keyshawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sean Tucker and Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, so we know we you guys mentioned the running attack, but is is or have we been wrong about Baker Mayfield? Is Baker Mayfield actually? Uh, you know, I know R- brother Rashad and brother Dave says Baker. His favorite term is Baker, bro. Baker's trash, but Baker's right. is better than Carr. So could we be? Could we have been wrong about Baker Mayfield's QB play for the Black uh, for the for the Bucks? I think a little bit, Q. When I say that is, you know, I was big. Uh, comp- I was a big cheerleader of Kyle Trask. I wanted to see Kyle Trask get a shot. I thought the whole Baker Mayfield signing and thrown in. They said it was a competition, but they pretty much knew at the second preseason game. They said that Baker was going to be the starter. I think Baker still has a draw. Um, Baker Mayfield is appealing to the NFL fan. Um, even if you want to see him do bad, it still draws. And I think Tampa played into that a little bit. Um, he made pretty good decisions in these first uh, in the first two games. And it made me change my mind a little bit. Like, okay, I'm going to pump the brakes. I'm going to give Baker a chance to see how he really plays and see if he turns a new leaf because I do think, and not to go back to what was in the past, when Baker Mayfield went to Carolina, 
I still think they want in Matt Rule's offense, they were going to ask him to do more than what he probably should have been doing, and it was a bad outcome. I think Canales uh, trying to be a little bit more conservative is not going to ask Baker to do too much. Let ask him to make the easy reads. Um, Kate Otten is, is proven that he's going to be um, a dependable young tight end in the NFL. I think he's going to be good for us. So I believe Baker can get it done if protected. Now, I know that sounds cliche. Like everybody says that, well, if the quarterback stands upright, he'll be good. We see some guys stand upright and still make bad decisions and throw bad balls. I think Baker is capable of getting it done if he's not asked to do too much and he is allowed to use his legs just a little bit. Yeah, and, and that's what I was saying, James. Like, okay, we, we we look at the statistics between Baker Mayfield. I had him on the screen just a moment ago, and then you kind of look at car statistics. And even though a lot of people believe they're in two different NFL worlds or, you know, and abilities right now, you see what Derek Carr is doing. And statistically speaking, the numbers favor Baker Mayfield. But usually in four games, bro, a month, and we know, Brother James, how this goes in terms of, you go through the preseason, training camp, preseason, and you the starters rarely play more than a series or two during the preseason. So when the regular season comes, you're going to see a lot of, you know, the first several weeks, you're going to see a lot of ugly football. A lot yeah, of football is going to be a lot of error field football. Guys got to, you know, get used to uh, uh, playing next to each other and, and, and tendencies and all that kind of getting the game plan down, knowing which plays they want to roll, roll with mm-hmm. and how everything goes. But usually right around that three to four week mark is when you start seeing the the, the, the good team start find out who they are and execute. And that's what I'm looking at for the Saints. After a, a big letdown against the Green Bay game where they just totally imploded, which was just, hor- just, just horrendous and awful and just all kind of bad stuff, you get a, a, week, a team on a short week, you get a team, you know, you know, they have some issues offensively. They have some issues running the football. This is one of the games where you expect the Saints, and they're coming into our building here. We don't have to travel to theirs. We expect the Saints to have a big outcome. So before we leave, Brother James, I wanted to just kind of give you, give me to give your thoughts on that and also how you think the game plays out and give me a score prediction, if you please. All right, not a problem, Q at all. First and foremost, man, and I know I'm not just saying this, and, I, and Rashad and Dave and, and 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 Big Country might get mad at me, but I honestly believe after watching these first three weeks of football, I believe that the Saints and Buccaneers, whoever can win, but you know these division games, I think have a the best chance of winning the division. I just honestly, honestly uh, believe that if we can go in on the road, keep our poise and protect our quarterback. I do think that the Buccaneers can come out victorious, but I don't see this being no high-scoring game. I don't know why, um, especially if, if y'all are limited to Jameis being your quarterback. Um, if our defense can hold up in the secondary, I think we'll get the pass rush we need. I'm going to say uh, 21-17, Buccaneers hold on and win this game in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. All right. All right. So that that definitely that'll definitely kind of get things moving and turning because that means that Baker <laughs> squad would be three and one. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of people in the NFL world did not see the the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers having a three and one record after a month worth of football and the Carolina Panthers sitting up there at 0 and three. 
So just not to take a shot at my boy Dave and Rashad, but I'm just saying, Shad, bro, you and, and Dave, man, y'all club sitting up there over on three. Could be on four next week, brother. So this is yeah. very interesting how things turn in the NFL. A lot of people thought that big game James squad Bucks will be, you know, sitting up here looking busted. And you know, no one really gave us a chance week one, Q. I know that for a fact. And I'm not gonna lie, if you just looked at the stats and didn't see the score, if you looked at the box, you know, the box numbers. Mm-hmm. And just saw stats. He was like, damn, Minnesota killed Tampa Bay. But because that defense force. Uh... If you're a last-minute gift shopper, then Instacart is your holiday rescue app this season. No more tracking packages, no more trips to the post office, and no more Christmas gifts arriving in February. Instead, you can just download Instacart to order gifts like beauty, tech, and gourmet goods from local stores and get them delivered in as fast as one hour. Plus, right now, you'll get free delivery on your first three orders. This offer is valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Must be 21 plus to purchase alcohol where available. Your boy into Cousins into those turnovers, they actually had a chance to win the game, and they, and, and they did win the game. But, um... But, yeah, it wasn't pretty, but they found a way to get it in Chicago. Chicago's a dumpster fire right now, man. They just hanging on for dear life. So that's why I say I knew the Eagles would be a test. And all our division games are going to be hard. I mean, don't everybody in the NFC South, I know how it is when we play each other. It's it's going to be a tough one. But it's just something out to me recently with the Buccaneers and the Saints and the way we came back and won at home in that last game we played y'all last year. It's just like I know it's a bad taste in the Saints' mouth and they want to win this game. And if Jameis does play, he has something to prove, especially with being hurt last year against Tampa. So it's going to be tough. But I do think that these are the two best teams in the division playing each other this year. And no uh, no slight to Atlanta because they're doing things with B. John Robinson at the running back position. But I still don't think Desmond Ritter's ready yet to take that next step in the South. Yeah, and yeah, this is definitely interesting because – I knew the Saints versus were one one of the most experienced teams in the NFL, which means usually that leads to success and wins. But the problem with the Saints is outside of the offensive line, if the offensive line is creaky and dusty and, and stink, then that affects the entire uh, the entire unit. The offensive right. line is unstable, unconfident. Guys are dealing with confidence issues. It's too early for that. It's a month worth of football. You can't be in that mind state. You, and then, of course, you can attack, you can kind of share this this thought is that it takes its attitude. It takes attitude to be in a, a fierce offensive line. And the Saints are not playing with that confident, uh, mean attitude. They're too nice. There's too many nice. We got to draw all that out. But we got to play with a a focus, a serious focus to dominate. And this is right. the game which I'm thinking that the Green Bay game was, could be a be a catalyst insofar as to galvanize the Saints offensive line, which in turn will help the team move, whether it's Carr or Jameis Winston in there, regardless of what's going on, it should be a W for the black and gold strictly because of the fact that, you know, each, if Jameis is the guy, Jameis knows the system better than Carr does because he's been here for three years. So we, regardless of who it is that's there, they got to perform. And with four weeks in, there is no there's no excuses for talking about no goddamn rust no more. They have to show. <laughs> so there ain't no more rust now, he, brother James. The rust factor has disappeared, brother. Is is it's up out yeah. of here? So right. now it's all. If you looking bad, is because 
you are not handling your business. You, you, you stink and you need to take a shower. You need to refocus. You got to reset and get back to football fundamentals. That's what it's, that's, that's what it is to me. So my right. call and prediction on the game, bro, I, man, I'm going to have to say 27, 20, I want to say 27, 17, but the defense is good. The offense just, it, it, it got to show me, man. I, 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 I'm, I have to put the Glenn Jones on that. They're they, they going to have to show me. They're going to have to show me because I know Elvin comes back. Elvin Kamara comes back, but I'm not expecting instant fireworks. They got to kind of work them in there. It's going to take them a little bit. So I won't say 27-17, but I think I must keep it more 27-24. That's what I, I, I'm probably feeling on. But it should be it should be a 10-point win by the Saints this game uh, because of the galvanizing factor and there's no more excuses. Rust factor's gone. So last thoughts on this, Brother James, before we leave, bro. Man, first and foremost, Q, again, thank you for having me on. I, I think it's going to be a good game. I just hate that it's this early in the season kind of because I wanted one more game before we got into our division games to see what we really have. Um, we all know how it is, though. Everybody can't win every week in the NFL. It's somebody going to be upset. But as long as I can see us moving in the right direction, if we take an L on the road, I can live with it. But like I said, I do honestly believe with, with Jameis being in there, our defense line gets enough pressure for us to come out of victorious in the end. Yeah, well, you know, I'm kind of going, to, you know, the opposite. You know, I got love for you, brother James, <laughs> but I got <laughs> to go in the opposite direction, bro. I, I want to see our offense finally click. We need to click, and uh, we do have the horses. Michael Thomas is healthy. We get Elvin Kamara back. Uh, whether it's Derek Carr or Jameis Winston, both of these guys are professionals. They need to step up and make sure they handle the business in this matchup. And I've said, I think they should win by double digits, maybe 10, 14 points. But I'm kind of hesitant there because I know this team is learning slower than I thought they should be learning. I thought they'd be able to pick it up a little faster than this, but they're not. They, it's, they're, they're still times in the games where they miss their mistiming. The timing is not there. And sometimes we see it where it snaps and then they got it and then they keep it. But this team is learning a little slower than teams that I've seen before them do. So we'll have to figure that out. Brother James, uh, thank you for popping in, bro. Please tell the people where they can reach you, my friend. Man, again, like I said, thanks for having me. You can catch me on BGSE Network on YouTube, Instagram, and on Facebook. My weekly show, The Big Game Sports Buzz, airs on Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. And that's really about it, man. And uh, follow me on Twitter at uh jcan97 or at bgse network and i appreciate it again be dope oh always my brother i appreciate you coming in dropping game man and for all the family members please feel free to check out big game sport network man he's doing a lot of good stuff over there uh very knowledgeable humble brother y'all see right here know know his squad know a lot of stuff bro it's a lot of stuff that's been happening in the football world man whether it's a pro or college and then, of course, one of the biggest things I wanted to talk about this last night, my my my, my youngest son was kind of credit to him was promoting for me to be like, get on that, Bob, and talk to him about the Tupac thing, you know, and all that. So, yeah, Tupac, oh, yeah, the Tupac thing happened. I wanted to talk on that last night, but I was so tired, man. My eyes was red, looked like I was, you know, I was doing something I ain't had no business do, but it was just <laughs> it was just me being fatigued. I don't do any of that, but 
But yeah, man, you probably do something about that. I know tonight we got a lot of today's a really interesting day. My my Tigers play later on. Uh, there's the Canelo versus Charlo fight tonight. So this Ooh, is I can't wait to tune into that one later. Right. It's like it's a lot of I'm going to be doing the play by play fight on the Ring Kings boxing platform. So a lot of great fight stuff going on today. A very busy day in sports as well. So big game. Thank you, man, for chiming in on this one, brother. Thank y'all. I appreciate all y'all for being here, man, as well. Y'all, please feel free to hit the like button, hit the share button, subscribe, subscribe to big game James platform as well. Brother, doing great stuff. Hit our subscribe if you're not. And we're going to holler at you on the flip side. Tomorrow I'll be on the stream. You know, every week, we every uh, Sunday, we'll be doing the black and gold. We'll be doing the uh, pregame and the watch party during the game and post game with Pops Q pops up there on as well. So y'all be a part of that as well. I'm going to holler at you on the flip side. Shout out to you, brother James, and I will see y'all later. Peace. Yeah. I'm a who that I'm a who that long as I'm living, I'm a who that lose or winning, I'm a who that sports coma, yeah. This is where we do that. Where we do that, 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 huh? Boogie like pissing, I'm a who that I'm a who that sports coma, this is where we do that, where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your chain for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you can probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a hoot at. Every day I'm living, I'm a hoot at. Lose or winning, I'm a hoot at. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a hoot at. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. TheWhoThatDaily.com. That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top-flight boxing news. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, TheWhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.